Welcome back, dear listeners. It looks like you enjoyed last week's biography episode about Queen Victoria because that episode had the highest initial listener stat that I've seen thus far. So this week, I'm back to give you more of what you want. And that means that we're talking Queen Victoria's adorable pets, specifically everyone's favorite King Charles Spaniel, Dash. Dash was born in 1830, but didn't enter Victoria's life until 1833 when she was 13 years old. Sir John Conroy, that super shady guy who was controlling Victoria's mother, the Duchess of Kent, and possibly also her lover, gave Dash to the Duchess as a gift in January of 1833. Victoria, as I said, 13 at the time, was a very lonely child. She was in the midst of Conroy and the Duchess's Kensington system, in which they effectively isolated her from her entire family, as well as other children her own age. The poor kid, who had only recently realized that she would one day be queen, was super lonely. Dash, three years old when he came to Kensington Palace, was still a playful puppy. The day after Victoria's mom received Dash, Victoria wrote in her diary that Dash was pretty. Then she scratched out pretty and replaced it with beautiful. Side note, Victoria's journals are really amazing, especially when she was young. She was super dramatic, but in a very cute, endearing way. Over the course of a few months, the little spaniel endeared himself to the lonely princess enough so that she was quite attached, and Conroy and the Duchess could see an opportunity here to ingratiate themselves to the princess. So by April of 1833, they told Victoria that she could have Dash as her companion probably the only time in her life when she liked Conroy. And Cutie Pie Dash turned Victoria into the ultimate dog mom. That same year, she had an official portrait painted of her with Dash at her feet. For Christmas, she gave Dear Dashy, as she called him in her journals, a rubber ball and two pieces of gingerbread. She also loved to dress Dash up with a pink ribbon. Victoria was also pretty artistically inclined. She loved to draw and paint, and there are several drawings and paintings of Dash by Victoria's own hand that still survive. And Conroy, ever the social climber looking for any way to get in the princess's graces, had an official portrait artist renowned for his paintings of animals paint Dash's portrait and gave it to Victoria as a gift. King Charles Spaniels were named after Victoria's ancestor, King Charles II, who loved the breed. And weird side note here. Apparently, Victoria remarked that Charles II was one of the more attractive of her ancestors. They come in a few color variations, but Dear Dashie was tricolor, white with brown and black patches. When Victoria was crowned queen in 1838, she promptly left her coronation and returned to Buckingham Palace, where she gave Dash his bath, keeping to his usual schedule. For Christmas that year, her mother, the Duchess of Kent, gave her some gifts, which included a whip that had spelled Dash's name in jewels and had a bust of his head at the top. I'm assuming the whip was for horseback riding, but I'm unclear on that. I'm not an equestrian or an aristocratic dog breeder for that matter. Beyond being her friend when she had none, Dash was also helpful in marriage selection. Prince Albert loved dogs. In fact, when he came to England, he brought with him a beloved greyhound named Eos, so named for the goddess of the dawn. Anyway, when Albert came for his fateful visit to lock down that marriage proposal, she saw that he played with and got on well with Dash. Dash also seemed to like Albert, so Dash definitely helped her out in a must-love dog situation. So not much has changed there. Even in Victorian times, if you didn't get on well with the dog, it wasn't meant to be. Sadly, Dash died on Christmas Eve of 1840, 
It was a few months after her marriage to Albert, and Albert was the one who found Dash. Dash was 10 years old, so you know, about the age when such things happen. Victoria, of course, was devastated, but kind of like how she was able to let go of Lord Melbourne the second time, I think the fact that she had Albert at this point made the loss easier to bear than if it had happened before they were together. Dash was buried in Windsor Park, but his effigy is at Balmoral with an inscription that Victoria wrote herself. It says, Here lies Dash, the favorite spaniel of Her Majesty Queen Victoria, in his tenth year. His attachment was without selfishness, his playfulness without malice, his fidelity without deceit. Reader, if you would be beloved and die regretted, profit by the example of Dash. Dash is the most remembered of Queen Victoria's pets because he held such a special place in her life. She had no one except for Dash, and he was there when she ascended to her new role as queen. I also think that while sad, it's sweet that Dash died after Victoria married Albert, almost like he knew she'd be okay and that it was okay for him to go. After Dash, she had many animals. A lot of them were given to her estate gifts, and like the current queen, she also enjoyed breeding dogs. Some of her dogs were even featured in dog shows. She loved pugs, Pomeranians, and collies. She had ponies, parrots, and even a herd of goats. In her later life, she both named and was patron of the Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, the RSPCA. Then in 1885, she also became patron to Battersea Dogs Home. On her deathbed in 1901, she asked for her beloved Pomeranian, Turi, to be placed next to her. So it started with Dashi, but she was a dog lover until the end. It's been my plan, basically, since I saw young Victoria in 2009 to have a King Charles and name it Dash, but my daughter is allergic to dogs, so no Dash for me for at least 12 years. Interestingly, the King Charles Spaniel that portrayed Dash in The Young Victoria is the same dog that is playing Dash on the current PBS Victoria series. Her name is Tori, and apparently she's quite the little dog star with many TV and movie credits to her name. That's all I've got for you today on Dash. Tune in next week as we talk about Victoria's strained relationship with her children and how she became the grandmother of Europe something that would have big implications as the Great War approached. Music